We all knew that people in India are suffering greatly from the second wave of the pandemic. The national capital itself is suffering greatly. Even parks and parking areas are converted into a crematorium. People are dying because of the unavailability of oxygen, and at the same time, people are waiting in long queues with the dead bodies of their dear ones. If I am adding to this fact that one cylinder of oxygen costs too much, one can see how bad it is for India. One would say that this is not the time to talk politics. But I would rather say that this is a human-made disaster just because we weren't talking about politics. In a democratic nation, we cannot discuss politics without healthily criticizing the government. Because it is crucial to choose the right one, for that there should be an evaluation. During the first wave, everyone had seen that how badly it was in countries like Italy. That was a lesson about how the coronavirus is going to kill people. It would spread rapidly and affect the lungs, increasing an immune response resulting in increased mucus secretion that would fill the alveoli, thus reducing the surface area for gas exchange in the lungs considerably, which is almost like what is happening in the case of pneumonia. It won't be deadly if everyone gets proper treatment. But, the fact was that even in the developed nations, before the pandemic, the healthcare systems weren't sufficient enough to treat the number of infected cases. Thus, there was an oxygen shortage, and people were dying because of that, just because they can't breathe without the help of ventilators and not because oxygen isn't available in the atmosphere. That was the first lesson that the pandemic had presented in front of humanity. We had seen military convoys carrying dead bodies moving through the streets. But then every nation wasn't prepared for anything. They had no idea about what was coming shortly. But, when you consider the case of India, during the second wave of the pandemic, it is a human-made disaster. It is a textbook example of how an incompetent government could be detrimental to the people. It was already estimated how bad the second wave would be, and the healthcare infrastructure in India isn't as good as the developed nations. There isn't proper infrastructure in the public domain in many places, and added to this, and private hospitals aren't affordable for a significant fraction of the population. But, there is no other way in the pandemic than to upgrade the existing system and significantly increase the availability of oxygenated beds. But, did it happen in this country? Absolutely no. The leaders of the nation were busy doing things that are more important to them. I am not saying that the people aren't crucial for a government, but honestly, it doesn't seem like that. Let me tell you one thing that happened between the first wave and second wave of the pandemic. The PM himself laid the foundation stone for the controversial temple for Ram. It was the first time in the history of democratic India. Why is a temple that important? It is just that religion is essential in vote bank politics. It is simple logic. If you are acting like you favor a majoritarian religion in a nation, you will get more votes, and you have to appear like you are the protector of that religion. It is a perfect strategy for acquiring power and concentrating it. An ideal example is Turkey in the present world. The current government in Turkey is exploiting the same religious feeling by presenting the president as a protector and constantly attacking the aspects of other cultures. In Turkey, after the Khalifat, Mustafa Kemal Pasha introduced much progressive policy. He closed all religious schools that were in the country. Religious institutions were under the control of the government. Even though that wasn't a democratic government, his policies were based on the development and welfare of people. He edited the constitution to ensure that those values that he thought necessary for Turkey will be there even after him when it is turned into a democracy. And the Turkish military was responsible for safeguarding those aspects of the nation. And in history, one could see that whenever the elected government deviated from those, the military seized power through a coup, and only once they failed in doing that, in 2016. Even though he placed himself on the throne of the protector of religion, that was only to protect him and his incompetent government. Even in one instance, he was sending back Uyghur Muslims who had migrated from China to save their lives. 
If someone is asking you to vote in the name of religion, they have nothing to say about development. And what they care about is nothing but power. It is actually to make an illusion to get the votes of the majority. This is what is exactly going on in the case of India also. One can see that just by visiting the words used by the leaders in the recent past. Nowadays, during the elections, people stop talking about the development of policies of the government. They are polarized in the name of religion, caste, region. This is not India for which B.R. Ambedkar Bim had drafted the constitution. This isn't the India that was in the dreams of Nehru. And most importantly, this isn't the India that we deserve. As an Indian, one is only responsible for respecting its constitution and should resist any attacks against its values. You may remember the incident in which the UP government had jailed a doctor just because he bought oxygen with his own money for his patients, which became news. There is no better example to say about how worse the condition could be. And now, the Yogi government is seizing properties of anyone who is making fake news slash claim about the oxygen shortage in the state. Similarly Center had instructed social media such as Twitter to remove tweets criticizing the central government on the current issue. I can assure you that this is not North Korea but a state in democratic India. We had many times seen many leaders claiming that India would stand against the propaganda. But, it is important to check who is using the propaganda, who is involved in PR works for creating a decorated image of the leader, which is always the strategy for right-wing politics. They would use almost everything for spreading propaganda because they have no merits to point out. And there is an ongoing farmer protest. The government had faced it by fortifying the capital. There were other protests in the past also, which were neglected. But, in a democratic system government have to hear all these. And we have lost many healthcare workers, including doctors, in the battle against the pandemic. In the case of a national emergency, usually, the government around the globe would have complete control over its resources. Still, in India, vaccines have a higher rate than anywhere else in the world. The health ministry highlights the number of people vaccinated to show that it is higher than anywhere on the globe. But, this is a nation with the second largest population. The fraction of people vaccinated is a valuable measure, and the absolute number doesn't make any sense at all, except to show that the state is doing something. And it was during such a period, the Kuman election festivals had happened in India. This time the humanity is there to help the nation. It is not because of any geopolitical reasons but just because they, too, are humans. So, wake up from your illusions. We all are humans, not defined by any religion, politics, or caste. Stop spreading the politics of hate. Only humanity would be there for your help. You should be a better human before you are thinking about the gods and religion. If someone is asking voters based on such things, one should understand that they are being exploited. Now people knew what is more important than the illusion that was created by some political idols. I expect that people would now ask about development and ask for better infrastructure and living conditions rather than building temples. I do not intend to harm anyone's belief, but religion and politics should not be mixed in any case, and such mixing would end up in a catastrophe that we can see in history. So we should ask, we should question, we should respond against discrimination without fear. This is a democracy, and it should be like that with all respects to its constitution. And in democracy, what we choose would be what we are getting.